B98.5's Tad and Drex Show podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed. She goes by the name A-Wood. It is an alias because nobody can know that A-Wood calls into our show because A-Wood works in the TV and movie business and sneaks off the set. She gets her first, her grubby little hands on these casting calls first and foremost so she can bring them to our audience. So B98.5 fans can be in the movies and on the TV shows. What you got for us this week, A-Wood? I need couples and families that are willing and ready to work together and be in close proximity with each other for a long, long time, for many, many, many days of filming. And you'll be playing Metropolitan Citizens together. The word Metropolitan has Marvel written all over it, doesn't it? <laughs> well, it's interesting. I agree. A-Wood says that you're looking for families or couples. You hang out for a long time. Uh, Tad, if you were stuck with Jessica on set for t- for 10 hours, what's the first argument with- that would pop up? Like, what is the go-to argument? She would tell me to stop doing my Trump impersonations. Melania! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. My wife is going to leave my entire family. One day I'm going to wake up and Sam and I are going to be lying there because he calls her Melania. Oh, I love oh, it. My God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Does he demand to be called Baron? <laughs> you call him Baron. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I feel like your whole family should go out for this, Tad. Really, you guys should. You could totally do this. The only positive to my family doing this would be that it would all get caught on tape. Like when my <laughs> wife is strangling me. Yeah. Documentation of this that. good TV, yeah. <laughs> it's several dates in November and December. So you will need to submit for people that you really, really like being around. Like... This is not for a family that doesn't want to hang out together. This is for people that love each other. Me and my family could not do this. this yeah, I feel bad because really... you're gonna you're gonna talk to us in the next week or two. You'll be like, well, so uh, we still need those families. No one has signed up yet. <laughs> Come on, I know. Where's the love, people? If you can hear this and you and your family want to be cast in what may or may not be something really cool, filming out at Pinewood. Follow me at Awood Social. I will drop all the information on how to submit. And I might have one more casting for you guys that I can't say here, but follow me and I'll have it all, all there for you. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now it's time to play Beat Shazam. This is where I'll give you five seconds to identify a song from Artisan Title. In honor of Georgia kicking off the football season, how many people did you say are going to be in the stands? 17,000 and then an extra 500 cardboard cutouts. Yeah, cardboard doesn't cut it. So (laughs) with that, this morning's category is concerts with the loudest crowds. Uh Wow. The loud crowd artists. Okay, so are these going to be concert clips or just regular songs? These will be the regular songs. Listen, come on. <laughs> um, so, Kara going up against Drex. Carry your first song. It's gonna be me. Bye. In sync. Yes. We got it. We're committed now. Yeah, we're committed. We've come too far. Drex, yes. your first song, Beat Shazam. <laughs> Screaming fans. Yeah, Michael Jackson, they like they they pass out too. Is that <laughs> song, uh, The Way You Make Me Feel? Yes, sir. The way you make me feel. The way you make me feel. You really turn me on. 
business. <laughs> Ain't nobody's business. I still got, right. it's still fun to listen I to. Know. I, mean, I know. I know. All right. So it's knotted up at one apiece. Round two. Kara. Yes. That's the Biebs, Justin Bieber, and Intentions. Yes. Picture perfect, you don't need no filter. Or just make them drop dead, you a killer. Shower you with all my attention. Yeah, these are my only Bet you Selena Gomez loves hearing that song. I love the first line of that song. Like, Shout out to you, Mama, Dad, for making you. It's a great song. He's actually scolded audiences for making too much noise. He's been like, guys, I'm trying to talk here. Like, this is out yeah. of control. I don't know if you remember that. All right. Uh, Beach Shazam, round two. Drex, your second song. Yes. I believe that's One Direction. Uh, that's what makes you beautiful. Yes, sir. So we're doing Beach Shazam, and these are artists that bring the loudest crowds because Georgia is not going to be able to have the loudest crowds when they play football this weekend. Only 17,000 people in the stands. Kara, your final song. Remember the words you told me, love me so the day I die. Five seconds of summer, young blood. Yes. Young blood. And this is one of those tricks because <laughs> this will seem like it's easy, but it won't be easy and it'll be frustrating. Drax. Ed Sheeran, Shape of You? Yes. <laughs> I'm in love with the shape of you. We push and pull like a magnet too. Although my heart is falling too. I'm in love with your body. So we have a three yeah, three time. All the stuff you need to know to start your day. It's Info to Go on B98.5. Hey, brought to you by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Weather looks like this. Scattered showers clearing out by this afternoon. Lovely later on. 80 for a high. Just some clouds tomorrow. Not really a big chance of rain. 81. So pretty good weekend. What's going on, Kara? Around lunchtime this afternoon, if you're going to be anywhere around Dobbins and the Cobb Galleria Center, you may want to change those plans. We got President Trump coming in town today, and that's exactly where he's going. He's scheduled to land around 2 o'clock at Dobbins. He's speaking over at the Cobb Galleria Center, and then he's going to be leaving just after 4 o'clock. So thankfully, as far as we know right now, he doesn't have any business in the city, so... You know, Friday traffic in Atlanta is already a dumpster fire. Yeah, it sounds like you're being political, like hopefully it gets out of here. But anybody that's driven in Atlanta traffic on a Friday <laughs> yeah. um, understands that whenever the president comes to town, we're all like, oh, gosh, where's he going? Right? It sounds like you're just like, oh, when does he leave? <laughs> Throw in some wet weather and a presidential motorcade and it right. just explosion helicopters i've said it before i'll say it again helicopters what is so difficult to understand you can land in a field <laughs> let's kick
kick off this feel-good Friday with a good feeling. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling. Yeah. Do you remember what you were doing or studying when you were 12 years old? I don't know if I was at that point. Right. I don't think I had started yet. I mean, heads in the clouds, totally. But Caleb Anderson lives in Marietta. He learned sign language before he could verbally communicate. At age two, he could read the Constitution. Ugh. And now, at 12 years old, he speaks four languages and is starting his sophomore year at Chattahoochee Technical College, which was my college, but he's studying aerospace engineering huh. at 12 years old so because he's so young his dad kobe actually has to chaperone him at school and you'd think that he might be able to help him out a little bit but caleb is far too advanced he's actually far surpassed me in math so i can't help him anymore i mean seriously he's in calculus too now there were some people that we had come in with their kid anson do you remember Anson? I do remember Anson. He was like a five-year-old whiz kid. And the advice that we were given from his mom and dad was that when you have a little kid and they start to show an interest in something, no matter how minor it is, they're into dinosaurs. They said they bought him every book on dinosaurs, took him to every museum, studied everything about, just like let him explore everything that he yeah. wanted to. I think that's smart. That's one point that I want to make. The other point is, if you like, this reminds me of my own kid. Have you ever seen the commercial where the dad is like watching the spelling bee, and some kid is spelling some crazy word, and they and the dad turns to the left and he sees his own child spinning around in circles with a <laughs> box on his head. <laughs> That's my life. <laughs> Beating her at pop culture trivia is almost impossible. Can you do it? Are You Smarter Than Kara is on B98.5. Brought to you by R.S. Andrews Heating, Air Conditioning, Plumbing, and Electrical. And good morning to you, Emma, in Powder Springs. Hi. Hi. Are you ready to kick Kara out of the studio? Uh, yes, I am. Do it. Get out of here, Kara. See you, Emma. I'm <laughs> gone. All right. <laughs> Kara's going to leave the room. I'm going to ask you five pop culture trivia questions. We'll bring Kara back in, ask her the same questions. All you have to do, your mission, Emma, is to answer more right than Kara and win $100 of her money, okay? Okay, sounds good. Here's question number one. Michael Jackson's sick and twisted cousin, Marcia Stewart, is selling an IV drip bag from Michael Jackson's deathbed. Michael was known as the king of what? Pop. Question number two. Some doctors are saying one of the things you can do to protect yourself from COVID is to keep your fingernails short. When a professional cuts your nails and pushes your cuticles back, it's called a what? Manicure. Number three, Sam Smith said he always hated exercise, so to stay in shape, he dances in his garden. What's the most popular summer garden crop? Uh, watermelon? Number four, it's Brian Dunkelman's birthday today. How might we know that name? Mm. I have no idea. Um... <laughs> um. The only thing I can think of is The Office, but I know that's wrong. <laughs> Number five, as you plan your weekend, remember that Sunday is Pancake Day. You know the term flat as a pancake? What is the flattest yeah. state in the United States? Oh, um, take a guess. Oklahoma? All right. Let me call Kara back and let you know you got two right. However, 
As I was reading these back to you, I realized how difficult these questions really are. Oh, no. So, I mean, really, a lot of them are kind of guesses. Let's see how, Kara, you do with them. Same questions. Number one, Michael Jackson's cousin is selling an IV drip bag from his deathbed. They're expected to get it $2,500 at auction. Michael was known as the king of... King of pop. It is one-to-one. That is correct. Question number two. Some doctors are saying that one of the things you can do to protect yourself against COVID is to shorten your nails. Clip your, your fingernails. When a professional cuts your nails and pushes your cuticles back, uh, it's called a what? A manicure. It is two to two. Question number three. Sam Smith said he always hated exercise, so to stay in shape, he dances in his garden. What is the most popular summer garden crop? Summer garden crop. Squash? That is incorrect. It is two to two, the correct answer we were looking for. Tomatoes. Tomatoes. Oh, man. Number four. It's Brian Dunkelman's birthday today. How do we know him? Uh, He was the co-host with Brian Seacrest for the first season of American Idol. And stupidly quit on his own. He wasn't asked to leave. He quit that job. Emma said something about The Office. (laughs) Finally, number five, as you plan your weekend, remember Sunday is pancake day. So maybe that'll be on your brunch menu for Sunday morning. You know the term flat as a pancake? Uh Uh-huh. What is the flattest state in the United States? The flattest state in the United States? Topography speaking. Oklahoma? That is exactly (laughs) what Emma said. You're both wrong. Oh, man. (laughs) The answer, Florida. Yes. Why do you think the elderly people move to Florida? It's good, flat land. You don't have to go up too much. Shuffleboard courts abound. They move there because it's warm. It's easy living. (laughs) Final score, three to two. Emma, are you smarter than Kara? Oh, I'm not. Kara's record now, 868 wins, 31 losses. Sorry, Emma. (laughs) It's all good. Kara, our parents are not good people. What are you talking about? They should want their children to have it better than they did. And that's what they tell you, right? Oh, I just want you to have it better. But what they really want is for their grandchildren to torture us the way that we tortured them. My mother has waited patiently 40 years for this to come up. She's on the phone right now. Mama? Good morning. Good morning. You're an amazing cook. Oh, thank you. Tell us how I acted at the dinner table when it came to complimenting you on your cooking. Oh, goodness. Oh, yeah. Well, first of all, you conducted a microscopic examination of everything on the plate. I had to make sure there wasn't any mayonnaise, right? Right. (laughs) Mayonnaise, mustard. So you would always compliment me on the thing that took the least bit of effort on my part. Like, oh, these peas are really good, Mom. Right, the and frozen of course, peas. they came right out of the freezer. <laughs> yes. um, yeah, and meanwhile, I would jump through hoops trying to uh, reinvent family recipes without the The no-no items, yeah. Right, right. I, f- I forgot right. about this. My mother would spend hours making lasagna. She'd make a special section of the lasagna for me, right? Don't don't speak in the past tense, Tad, because I still do it for you. And so she does all this. I just realized that she does... I never really... I always thought it was kind of like a family joke. She would go through all that effort, right? And then I would be like, Mom, this bread 
It's is so great. delicious. And it would be the baguette that she bought at the store and put oh in the oven for gosh. 15 minutes. Exactly. You're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so the chickens came <laughs> home to roost. Oh. This weekend, Yay. I had Sam. My wife was out working. And so it was, you know, dad was making dinner for the boys, you mm-hmm. know. And we were trying to figure out what to have. And usually we do takeout. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to make my son a meal. It was National Cheeseburger Day. Oh, So yum. I was like, I wouldn't eat cheese if you held a gun to my head. But I was like, I'm going to make a hamburgers. I caramelized onions. I was out cooking these Wagyu hamburgers oh for a gosh. five-year-old on the big green egg. I grilled some shishito peppers to put on the uh, sliced up some nice tomatoes. Uh, we didn't have like hamburger buns, but I found we had a piece of naan bread, like Indian Ooh, naan yum, bread. Delicious. So I warmed that up in the oven so that it would be perfect, like a perfect burger bun. It actually ended up better than any hamburger bun that I've ever had. And I'm running around sweating. I also made Orita French fries in the oven. Mm-hmm. The ones that come in the frozen bag, you just kind of throw in the sheet pan and toss in the oven. I don't even need to tell you the rest of the story. We sit down for this meal. I can't wait for Sam to, I was like, look what dad did. Ooh, and ah. Right. Big up you, right? Fill my cup. Yeah. His only comment about the whole meal that I probably spent an hour and a half making a burger and fries. He goes, hey, dad. You never told me that you and mom knew how to make McDonald's French fries. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Yay, Sam. I shook my fist at the heavens and I said, Jan Bennett, (laughs) you got your moment. What are you shaking your fist at your mom for? It was your fault, Tad. (laughs) I created a monster. From now on, it's Chick-fil-A for every meal. And it's on you because I have your credit card oh number my in my Chick Fil A app. <laughs> you Amanda's in Norcross. You were the one to give your dad a taste of his own medicine, right? Well, so my dad has always been really adventurous, and he would tell stories about when he was a kid. He would like jump on his tricycle and like run away, and they would have to look for him. And he just was always like into something. Just very curious about how things worked, and it ended up being you know a disaster most of the time. And one time. They had a dinner party, and I think I was three. I, I don't, like, three or four. And I got the curiosity gene, so I picked up a napkin and put it in the candle and lit it on fire and <laughs> lit the paper on fire. <laughs> Everyone was okay, but I paid him back in the, in the curiosity disaster department. <laughs> Your grandma must have been so proud of you for setting the entire dinner <laughs> yeah. table on fire. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Now, was it like a five alarmer or like, do you remember, did the whole thing catch on? Because I mean, a napkin. Depending uh, it, on where it's yeah, placed, could right. catch a tablecloth on fire, which yeah. then gets the curtains and right. <laughs> go up like a tinderbox. It was definitely the table as well. I remember because oh, um, it dropped down onto the table. I mean, luckily they put it out. No, nobody got hurt and it didn't like damage the whole thing, but it was a cloth tablecloth. So it caught on fire. Oh my gosh, Tad, <laughs> I can only imagine Sam catching your beloved table on fire. You would lose your mind as and your mother would just be sitting back cackling. No way. As soon as the <laughs> show is over, I'm going to Michael's. I'm going to buy those LED fake candles. <laughs> no more candles in the house. Thanks, Amanda. You saved lives today.
<laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Tad and Drex Show podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and listen live weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.